I'm Denise Wallach-Peterson, founder of the Menopause Project and creator of the Use Your Cycle Method. I've been a personal trainer for the last two decades to hundreds of women, helping them through hormonal disruption, perimenopause, and menopause, coming out on the other side, celebrating their strength, their health, and their wisdom. Because menopause doesn't have to suck. In Meno Minis, we'll be discussing everything from sleep, sex, and weight loss to how to support and use your hormonal cycle to live a more vibrant life in the flow, even post-menopause. Welcome to today's Meno Mini. Hey there, welcome to Meno Minis today. Today we are talking about menopause and diet med- moderation. Often, by the time women are experiencing the hormonal symptoms of perimenopause, they are sick and tired of all the rules around food, especially since none of them are working anymore. They no longer want to think about food. They just want to enjoy life and adopt a very laissez-faire, everything-in-moderation attitude. Today, I'm going to challenge this and celebrate this. But first, the challenge. Like every January, every diet in the world is in the forefront. Paleo, keto, Weight Watchers, Mediterranean. And the response is also in the forefront. Intuitive eating, moderation and everything. Me, I'm for all of it. Because I feel you need the time of learning that you get from strict diets And only then is moderation and intuitive eating appropriate. If you've never taken all the processed carbs out of your menu, then you don't necessarily realize that pasta makes you feel gross or triggers a series of carb cravings. If you've never played in the Weight Watcher point system, then you may not realize that five points of a muffin feels less filling than the five points of a salad. And without the experience of these restrictive, all-or-nothing plans, you may not realize how all-mind-consuming food has become in your life. Don't get me wrong. I wish I could have skipped all the diets and jumped right in at the intuitive eating. But that's not the society that I live in. And often, we learn better when we know what we don't want. Pain is an amazing motivator. I know I don't want to always have to think about food. I know I don't want to be the fun sucker when we go out. I know I want to feel good. I know I want to fuel my workouts so they are easy. I know I want to sleep all night without waking up at 2 a.m. with a carb crash. I know I want food to be easy. And first we learn. For example, in my Use Your Cycle Method and Science says a minimum of 100 to 125 grams of protein daily. You are going to have to measure and track this for a few weeks or months before you just know what 100 grams looks like. It's like learning your multiplication tables. When you first learned them, you had to pause, you had to think about it, you had to practice. And now, you just know. Same here. If you haven't weighed, measured, and tracked that four ounces of steak 
and know it is 28 grams of protein, you have to go through the steps frequently. To learn that chicken, four ounces of chicken, 22 grams, four ounces of salmon, 23 grams, one egg, six grams, one cup of cottage cheese, 24 grams. Until you can spout them all off that quickly, you need to be able to track, measure, and practice. After 12 to 16 weeks of repeatedly seeing those numbers and seeing what four ounces of steak looks like on your plate, you earn the right to eyeball it, to be close to the 100 grams at the end of the day. After 12 to 16 weeks of paying attention to how your body feels with salads instead of french fries, you earn the right to decide how you want to feel. Because if you don't take the time to learn how your body responds differently to french fries and salad, then you are a victim. You've never experimented with salad. You're basing your decision off something other than you. Maybe it's peer pressure, maybe it's habit, maybe it's what your honey is saying, but you need to base it off of you. An example, I grew up with milk at every single meal. I also grew up with horrible acne and terrible PMS. Never once did I put cause and effect together until I went on a diet, air quotes there, that had me give up all dairy. And after a few months, our close friend raved about my skin, asking, what was I doing differently? And boom, I had a a point. I had a, a new thought. I added dairy back in after, and after a week, I was back to popping pimples. Sometimes we have to hear new science and new ideas and test it because we don't know what we don't know. Now, all of this to circle around to moderation and menopause. Often women tell me they're only going to have one glass of wine at night to help them unwind and sleep. And they balk at my suggestion to take it out for a while. They reason that it's only one glass and everything in moderation. I say my piece and what if it's that? But we can start somewhere else with a different protocol. And a few weeks later, so many things have improved, but not their sleep. So they're willing to experiment for a couple weeks by taking out the wine. And then in two weeks, they can confidently report back what they figured out. Either one, no change in sleep so they can add the wide back in, or two, they slept like a log. Now, if they choose to add wine back in, Even in moderation, it's a choice, wine or sleep. Same with French fries and salads. Switch to salads for a couple of weeks. And what do you notice? Regular pooping, therefore fewer hot flashes. Easier workouts because there's no sluggishness after the potato overload. No bloating because of all the salt on the fries. Weight loss because a big salad versus a huge basket of fries. In either scenario, moderation. Maybe I split french fries with my honey a couple of times a month, but prefer how I look and feel when I eat salads. Not all or nothing, just informed decisions. Maybe a glass of wine or two at book club, once a month, but generally I stick to sparkling water or kombucha. Kombucha. Eh, somebody tell me how to say that. 
because I like how I feel when I'm getting the sleep. Okay, there was all your challenge. Now let's celebrate. By this age, you likely have weighed and measured a lot of food and just need a couple of weeks to remember the tracking for the information and all of the food basics. And you just need exposure to the new ideas to experiment with in the midst of the hormonal upsets. And this is where using your cycle, knowing how it works and how to support your hormones comes in. Join me on Thursday for the Use Your Cycle series. This week, we talk nutrition. Until then. Hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Thanks for listening. It would mean a ton to me if you left a review or passed this podcast on to your best gal pals. And hit subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. If you have any questions, be sure you join the Menopause Project on Facebook. Until next time.